Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week it's episode 241 and we're talking about how hosting makes you a better traveller. Yeah, that's right. I mean, a lot of us go away and spend time staying with other people or meeting other people in uh, bars, cafes and other places, but not so often we get a chance to host people or... Uh, go and meet other people while they're visiting our city. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we we talk about travel. So usually we're talking about traveling, going and, and being a guest or staying in a hostel or whatever. But sometimes you can't travel. But you can get the feeling of traveling by hosting people. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Actually, our experience is a bit strange because we're in Spain. So technically we are traveling. And our experience of hosting has been here. So it's been a mix of staying at home and hosting. But, you know, it, it still counts, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this week has been uh, a bit of a big one for Spain, with them winning the uh, UEFA, uh, not the UEFA Champions League, the, uh, the UEFA Euro, Euro 2012. Yeah, it was awesome. It was good fun. We were um, we were invited over to our friend Guillet's house to watch the, what was it, the semifinals? Yeah. And, of course, Spain won, so that was very exciting. Of course. <laughs> well, everyone knows that Spain won, so that was very exciting. We hadn't watched any of the other games because... You know, not that into football, but you know, it was it was good. It was good. It was quite funny because I had a, a class that evening, Wednesday night, and a lever had said to me, "So you have a class? You know, you're not going to have a class, eh?" I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, he might want to." She's like, "No, she, he's going to cancel." And that Monday, he said to me, "Linda, I have, I have a I have a problem with Wednesday." <laughs> I just laughed out loud because, obviously, being Spanish, she had to be patriotic and watch the football, so we had to reschedule the the, the class. Then on the Sunday. Uh, Guillaume and Oliver came over to our house, we had popcorn and we watched the watched the football and had hamburgers and it was amazing and awesome. And so we were right in, well our street is a quiet street but there's a bar nearby so we could hear everyone shouting in the streets and yelling and being happy and cars tooting. It was kind of like being in Malta all over, over again. Yeah, we're in Malta for the 2006 uh, Football World Cup mm-hmm. and that was, yeah, manic. That was six years ago. Yeah. It's mad. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Well, I'm excited because uh, in a couple of days we are going to be heading to Madrid and Toledo for the first time. Yeah, that's right. Oliva came over one day and said, right, I have a plan. <laughs> she has some awesome plans. She said, we are going on holiday. So there was there was no choice about it. I don't think we have a choice about the, the itinerary either, but that's <laughs> great. She's such a good planner, so it's going to be awesome. We're going to stay at her grandparents' place near Toledo in a tiny little village. And we'll visit Toledo and Madrid and all sorts of other things. It's all planned out. So if you're an early downloader of the podcast, we'd love to hear what you think we should be doing. Uh, there is a space on the forums at IndieTravelPodcast.com and also on Facebook.com slash IndieTravel. Don't forget that you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay traveling by booking through us. So visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash flights, hostels, insurance, and all sorts of other things when you're booking your travel online. Uh, there's also a growing list of day tours at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash tours and travel deals at slash deals. When you're shopping online, please do visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon, first of all, and then uh, we get a commission which helps support our travel addiction and yeah, helps like us keep the show it. running. <laughs> if you do that, I mean, we don't care what you buy. Just just come by our site. It'll take you a second or two and just, yeah. Yeah, it'll take you through to Amazon. It's neat, and if like us, you're about to embark on a nine-hour car and bus journey, maybe Yay. not from uh, A Coruña to uh, Toledo, but you can download a free audiobook of your choice if you visit indietravelpodcast.com/audiobook and sign up for the uh, 
the program there. And our own books are at internalpodcast.com slash books. And uh, we're working on a whole bunch of new books at the moment, which will be coming out later in the year, which we're very excited about. Yeah, they are going to be good. Yeah. And I look forward to getting them out of the editing pile and into your hands. Yes, yes, that'll be very good. <laughs> Well, today we are talking about how hosting makes you a better traveler. And uh, before I forget, at the end of the show, if you have stories about hosting people that are, are fun or funny or uh, inspirational, then please send them in to us at mail at IndieTravelPodcast.com and we'll include them in a future podcast. Yeah, or if you've stayed with someone, you've had some really awesome hosts or some really random hosts, we'd like to hear about that too. Yeah, that would be great. And uh, we'll talk about them in a future show and include them at the show notes at IndieTravelPodcast.com. So as you know, we discovered couch surfing a couple of years ago and it changed our life. It completely changed the world. It changed our style of travel because before we were mostly staying in hostels, which was cheap, but we were principally hanging out with other travelers. So we went from hanging out with other travelers to hanging out with locals who knew their, their town and were enthusiastic about showing us around. Now, of course, we understood what we were getting out of it. We were getting a free place to stay and a knowledgeable guide, and it was awesome. But we couldn't really see what was in it for the hosts. We're like, so you're giving us a place to stay, and you're giving us all of your information, and we're giving you... Our lovely company. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I know that's great, <laughs> but it didn't really seem like a fair trade. But we spoke to a lot of people, and they, they seemed really happy about it. Like, Maria Paz was our first South American host, in fact, our first real couch surfing experience because our previous one had been with a mate of ours when we were in KL. It didn't really, didn't really count. And she told us that she loved couch surfing because it made her feel like she was traveling, even though her work was, was tying her to Santiago. So she just felt like she was traveling, even though she couldn't leave the city. Yeah, because I think um, you bring with you, as a traveler, you bring with you this like bubble of, of excitement and, and newness and, and fresh eyes for the city and uh, normally some, some good stories as well. Yeah, another host told us that he was um, planning a long trip yeah. and he wanted to kind of, he wanted to host people so that he could couch, couch surf along the way later. So he was giving back before he went. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that was quite a good That's one. a good way to do it. And uh, Benny, who I've spoken to before, um, the, the language hacker, he told us that he loves to host so that he can practice uh, the languages that he speaks. Linda's got down in the show notes that it's 700 languages, but I spoke to him the other day and it is less than a dozen. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. I'm sure he'll get by in 700 languages. It'll only take him a, a day or two. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, we've just started our, uh, our third language. We're working on uh, German at the moment. Yeah. And uh, mein Deutsch is sehr gut or this not. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, neither of our Deutsch is sehr gut. But uh, I, my, my German friend Andreas, who I met when I started learning Spanish, is very enthusiastic about me learning German. And so every time he sees me online, he's like, what does he say? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and guten tag. And he, he won't let me speak. He, he gets very upset if I speak in Spanish at the moment. He's like, what? What? Why are you speaking Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's uh, a really excellent and really practical reason to host people as they're traveling around, is learning a language or practicing a language that you've already got a bit of. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We're hoping we just got an email the other day from some of our friends, well, ex-couch surfing hosts who are from Sao Paulo, saying that they're going to be coming to Europe this week. And hopefully they'll be able to come and stay with us. Now, our principal means of communication was Spanish because we don't speak Portuguese and their English isn't so great. So that would be a really good chance for us to practice our Spanish 
here as well. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. We've been in Acarunia for about nine weeks now, and so it feels like one of the most settled times in our lives over the last six years. Uh, and we're halfway, we've got another nine weeks to go. But being in one place uh, for so long has finally allowed us to have guests come and stay with us. Yeah, in fact, we chose an apartment that had two bedrooms exactly so that we could have guests because we've been traveling a lot, as you know, and we, we haven't had the chance to host. When we're in New Zealand, we're usually flatting because getting your own flat for six months is really difficult. And uh, we... we kind of hit it lucky here mm. because the the landlord said we could stay for just three months well it's going to be four months now and we didn't have to pay a bond or anything so we really really landed on our feet mm. having the spare bedroom means that we can have people come and stay and it's it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah, absolutely and uh yeah it's good even though we haven't had any couch surfers per se we were looking at having one couple come but uh they had found someone else yeah. um but we have had lots of friends and uh acquaintances like uh, an old school friend of mine philip i haven't seen him since high school when i was 17 and now i'm 31 so it was really uh really an acquaintance rather than a friend um and another guy gary who we met while teaching at a camp for two weeks so we kind of saw each other during the day and in the evenings and uh took a day off together and went out to the beach um but yeah we we didn't really know each other at all so we've had both people we know and and people we kind of know but not so well yeah exactly so why is hosting good why is it a good idea to host well number one i think it forces well it doesn't force you you can be a, a very lazy host if you want but it gives you a chance to see more of your own town and to kind of I guess consider it in a new way. Yeah, exactly. You you see it from a different angle. If you've got a, a guest coming to see, you think, well, what will this person like to see? Of course you take them to your favourite places, but you're also likely to take them to the, the tourist attractions. So, um, for example, in Acarunia, we took Dave to see the San Pedro Elevator, and uh, we also took Philip out for tapas. Well, we would have done that anyway, because tapas is awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. kind of the typical thing to do. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to be able to look at what other people are interested in and then go and explore and see if you can find something that kind of connects with that in your city. Yeah. It gives you a chance to go and find some of the, the smaller, more interesting galleries or, uh, yeah, just, just different stuff that kind yeah. of fits in with, with what people are into. Something that you wouldn't look up for yourself, but mm. if someone else is there looking for it, you, you go. Yeah. And also, if you, if you go somewhere and you see how the someone else reacts to things that are familiar to you. It gives you a new perspective on them, and, yeah, it can really help you appreciate what you have, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I remember when uh, Ray came to New Zealand for the first time. We took her for a little tour, and we were talking about all the sites of Auckland, and it, it really makes you see it differently. Mm, absolutely. Uh, another reason to host people is that you get to get inspired. Now, if you're listening to the show, you probably have enough wanderlust <laughs> to uh, satisfy you and your family and your uh, extended friendship group. But uh, hosting people gives you, uh, you know, that little bit extra. You get to hear travel stories. So, mm. And I think you can learn a lot from other people's travel styles and the scrapes they've got into and the fun stuff that they've done. Yeah, they might have just been somewhere you plan to go, for example. And so you can pick their brains about what you should do when you get there or just enjoy hearing about their experiences. And plus, it's a new person to hear your stories. So if your family and friends are bored to tears about your travel stories, this has happened to me. 
It's someone new to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the giant grin appear on Linda's face as she as she came across this idea. <laughs> like, ooh, 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 fresh meat, fresh meat. <laughs> I like telling stories. You sure do. So, learning new way to travel, um, hear travel stories, research destinations that you hope to go to. It's all good. And uh, another point is you can learn some new travel tricks. Not only can you learn about the destinations, you can improve your travel style, I think. Yeah, because you can see how people pack, how they, I don't know, how they book their tickets, how far in advance they plan. You can just talk about that kind of stuff. I remember when we were in uh, Rio de Janeiro, we were talking to our host and we showed him some of our travel accessories. And he was really excited and he was going to go out and buy them all straight away because he thought that would really help him travel. Mm, absolutely. And... Uh, you can kind of get a get an idea of of what works and what doesn't work. Uh, like people might come who have suitcases, other people with backpacks, other people with small backpacks. It really, you know, you can see a wide a wide gamut, I guess, of, of style choices. Uh, I wish we'd hosted people before we started traveling, and then we wouldn't have taken so much stuff. When we first left. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think when we first left New Zealand, we had a very different idea of what travel would be yes. it, was a, it was quite a naive idea i think but uh it was no, we, it, it was what it was we planned to travel and stay somewhere for a while mm. and so we took a lot of stuff but now we've learned well we're here in in Karunia and we don't have that much stuff <laughs> so you right. don't need that much stuff even if you're staying for six months and yep. it's better to buy stuff and leave stuff behind as well mm. absolutely especially with the spanish economy the way it is right now every well, little bit helps yeah exactly <laughs> We've already talked about practicing a language, but that is point number four. Uh, if you're learning a new language uh, or you want to brush up on a language or, or keep up a language that mm-hmm. uh, you've already learned, then hosting people that speak it is really a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely a good idea. And number five, I think, is one of the most important things, is if you're hosting, you can experience the other side of the coin. So you can see how guests behave, what you like, what you don't like, you know, what you appreciate Oh my goodness, when Griffin and Valerie came to stay, they washed the dishes. <laughs> they washed the dishes. It was the best thing in the entire world. You're <laughs> I hate washing the dishes. And they're like, we'll wash the dishes. And we're like, no, no, no. And they're like, no, no, we will. And we're like, okay. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, it also helped that we've only got like four plates and four bowls. So if we did want to eat again or drink out of a clean vessel, oh, they, someone had, they, they had to be washed. Someone had to wash the dishes, yes. But it was really nice that they did it. You know, I mean... So for some people, it doesn't even cross their mind mm. to, to offer to wash the dishes because they're on holiday, they're yeah. not washing dishes, you know. Sure. So it's uh, it's just a nice thing you can do. And, you know, people have taken us out for lunch or dinner, and it's good. It's really nice. Yeah. So we've seen the things that we really appreciate and a couple of things that we didn't appreciate so much. But, you know, no big deal. Luckily, we've had lots of uh, good experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a thing that's really important. If you're staying with friends, family, acquaintances, or uh, people you've met through online networks like Couchsurfing or uh, the other ones, what you want to do is have a positive experience and be a positive experience. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you have a positive experience, it makes your day, right? Absolutely. (laughs) And if you are a positive experience, it makes makes everyone's day. So I think it's a, definitely a good idea to, to be a host. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope you're feeling inspired to uh, go and meet some new people. Remember on these networks like Couchsurfing, you don't actually have to host someone in your house. You can arrange to meet for a beer, for a coffee, 
and uh, and meet other travellers that are passing through. Yeah, so, we've done that heaps. When, and when we're in Auckland, yeah. we'd quite often do that. Not so much with um, with couch surfers, but quite often with ITP listeners yeah. who were coming through Auckland would meet up and have a coffee, maybe show them a little bit around yeah. the city, depending on what time we had. And that was just as good as hosting someone. Mm. In some ways, it was better because you didn't have someone in your house and you could just have an hour or two of fun. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's one thing you can do as well. Yeah. Oh, and that reminds me, we had an email from Dean and Amanda the other day, and they said they've been huge fans of the site and the podcast for a long time. As a couple of young Canadians, we had never really imagined being able to travel long-term and live vicariously through your stories and experiences. Now we're here, travelling the world, inspired by the two of you. We've been gone for several months, having visited Iceland, Ireland and Spain, enviously following in your footsteps along the Camino de Santiago. And it looks like we might be able to meet up with them here in Acarunia. So yeah, that'll that, be exciting. That is awesome and definitely an advantage for us, uh, being in one place for long enough for people to actually catch us. Yes, yes. But it's so exciting. We really like receiving emails like that because it makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, if you've enjoyed the show, um, do send us an email and uh, make our day. Mail at IndieTravelPodcast.com or you can go public at Facebook.com slash IndieTravel. That would be... Uh, really good yeah we'd like that <laughs> we had uh, another thing on the community the other day uh, someone planning their trip to new zealand and wondering what a fair budget is mm. uh, so if you're doing budget travel in new zealand but still wanted to have enough money to be able to play how much do you think you'd be spending because i know when we travel we have quite a good network of friends and family that we can we can lean on yeah. and that really keeps our costs down but mm-hmm. It's probably not fair for other people. So no. we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, the forums at IndieTravelPodcast.com would be a great place to leave feedback on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, remember, if you want to meet other travelers, have questions, or want to leave a comment, visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash forums. Get your community account and join in the conversation. And you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay traveling by booking through us. So please visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash flights, slash hostels, slash tours, and slash insurance when booking your travel online. And don't forget to look at our books at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash books. And uh, if you're interested in helping us out but not keen on giving us money, then tell your friends about Indie Travel Podcast. Invite them to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash IndieTravel. Or leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. Well, that's us for this week. Until next week, travel well.